listen, let me, let me hurry up, let me hurry because I, I, I want to be done early because, because I know you have minds that you have to wait and your mind to get a seat. Message and, and as God was giving it to me and, and speaking to me, and I, 
I thought about the things that were going on in this particular story and how God is giving out a, a, a message to fathers, not only to fathers, but to every man. But particularly fathers, when, he, when Jesus knows I, I, I must be about my father's business. But before you get there, before you really get involved in that part of the scripture, understand something, what's going on here. There's some things about this text that is kind of special in its own right. You know, when I think about being about my father's business, all of us have, 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 have taken on a portion of something about our fathers. I'm trying to emphasize to me today that, that, that who you are and whose you are and what you do and what you say is very instrumental and important to the growth and the rearing of children, how they will turn out and how they will grow. There's something about how a child watching a father do something, do things and make things happen. Children believe that their fathers are supermen, that they can do anything, they can lift anything, they can be anything. And I, I go back and I started to think about some of the children that, 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 that were in my life and influence. I don't know if some of you remember young uh, David Turner, Demetra Turner's son. And David, when he was about five or six years old, we were here working at the church and doing some things. I was hammering some things and putting some things together. And sometimes I was just tapping, using the hammer as a tapper to put things in place. And David watched me do that. And all day long, I, I, I found he was following me around and I finally had to give him the hammer. And he just stood there with the hammer and followed me wherever I wanted to go. And it didn't matter if I had a nail or not. If I said, hit this, he would hit whatever it was. <laughs> and so all day long, he just waited for me to say, hit this, hit this, hit this. He, he thought holding that hammer, which was almost bigger than him at the time, he, he thought that was just a thing to do. And that's what men do. He watched me and I, I, I worked with him and cultivated him and, and, and was around him. And, and I, I, need, I need to tell you something else if you haven't figured it out yet. Every child, every child, at one point in their life or some point in their life, they want to outdo the father. Have y'all figured that out? Have you figured out? There, 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 there comes a time, not only for young boys, but girls as well. I remember my daughter taking me on in basketball. She called me out one day. Oh, oh I said, oh, she's just a girl. But, but over the years, she understood and knew some things about me. Years ago, I had surgery on my knee, and my knee was weakened. She had watched me go down skating a couple of times. And she knew any time that I crossed over to my left, that knee would give away. She developed a wicked crossover to the left. I'm just saying, I'm claiming that she took advantage of a handicapped person. But I, I'm not up for no rematches. I, I'll never forget the one day in the driveway she said, Well, if, 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 if that's bothering you, watch this jumper. I was with her from that day. Things like that 
Children have developed a sense of, of work ethic and not only work ethic but education ethic. If you seek knowledge, if you seek to learn, they will understand that there's something important about learning. It's something important about seeking knowledge and growing. My children right now have two to three jobs at any given time. At any given time, they are working and, and perfecting. They have developed a sense of music ministry. Both of them still grown people right now working in the church. Both of them still doing the things that they were taught. They heard their mother say, God bless them. And did not hear the lonely cries of myself. They developed as a father, as a father. They seek to do and outdo you. So I'm trying to tell some fathers today, you got to set the bar high. You've got to set the standard high. You, you've got to do something that demonstrates that it's important to be saved. That you've got to do something to show them that out of everything, every component of your life, Jesus is paramount. That Jesus is, is, is the reason for your being and your existence. I love the fact that, 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 that we look at Jesus here in this story. And, and, and it opens up talking about how he grew and became strong in the spirit, filled with wisdom and the grace of God. But watch what happens in verse 41. Particularly note, he says, And his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. They developed in him a habit of being in church. They developed in him a habit of giving God praise and giving God glory. From a young age all the way up until this point in time, he understood that it is our custom as a family. I'm going to do what my father does and how my father does. And so if we begin to walk with God every day of our lives, our children will understand that it's important to walk with God every day of their lives. The Bible says that he was about 12 years old. And they went up to Jerusalem according to the customs and the feasts. So if they went according to the customs and the feasts, that said there had to be some teaching going on even before they got there. That he understood some things. Now, it says that, 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 that when they were finished, I need to have somebody, I need to have my village book. When they were finished, the days, and as they returned, the boy lingered behind. And Joseph and his mother did not know it. But supposing him to have been in the company, and they went a, a day's journey and saw him among their relatives and acquaintances. The reason I said this, this, this gives a whole new meaning to the village is because the village can't raise your child. I'm going to put it out there again. Look, look here. Look here. They, they, they look for Jesus among the village, among their relatives and acquaintances, but couldn't find. In other words, they made a, a crucial error in assuming that somebody else was going to watch their child, that somebody else was looking out for them, that somebody else was. They made an error in thinking that relatives. 
was responsible for them. When we as parents, when we as fathers are responsible for the well-being and the care of everybody in our family, you don't turn that over to somebody else. You don't suppose that they like, with somebody else. The problem with a lot of kids today is that we suppose that they was with somebody. They were supposed to be here. They were supposed to be there. No, we have a responsibility to know where every one of our children are every minute of the day because they are our responsibility. Not the village's responsibility outside. I disagree with all of them folks that posters and banners and, and African proverbs and it takes the whole bit, no, it takes a parent to raise a child. It takes somebody who's willing to stick and stay. It takes somebody who's willing to get up and go to work every morning. It takes somebody that understands that God has got to be the central focus of our lives. It takes somebody that understands that I am responsible for this life that I help create. To understand that it is nobody's problem but my problem, and I choose to solve it by making it great. So, when you hear that phrase about the village raising the child, there's some jacked up folk in the village. There's some folk in your family you don't want. There's a few people you don't want them hanging around. It's not about the village. No, no, no. But when a child has keen understanding and discipline about who they are and whose they are, that's the person, that, that person has to instill in them to let them know that they are God's child. That they are chosen from the foundation of the world. Let me, let, let me hurry on here because I, I, I know your table is, is waiting for you. And, and so, so, so brothers, I need to let you know this. So, so take full responsibility. No, no, no. It's not mama's responsibility. No, take Full. It takes you 100%, not 50 50. It's a 100% proposition that says, I'm all in. I'm in on every decision. I'm in on every discipline. I'm in on every point of education. I'm in on every part of this. Because that child will take from you some of the things that you imparted to them to understand who they are. Get ready to do a series. So as we can get some things done around here. We're not done yet, y'all. Somebody just give y'all some praise. We ain't done. We're getting ready to do a series, getting ready to talk about training up a child in the way they should go. Hallelujah. When he's old, he's not depart from it. That's that that on off off the surface. Everybody, you know, that, I have a problem with that. But we have real problems with it. Because if we take a little bit, 
closer look and look a little bit deeper and begin to understand something talking about training other child in the way they should go. Wait a minute, what, what is the understanding of a child in the way they should go? We're not talking about politics. We're not talking about government. We're not talking about education. We're not talking about, I mean, we're not even so much talking about spiritual things. But what we're really talking about, that child does not understand their identity until somebody demonstrates or shows them the way that they should go. Oh, I'm not going to the list now. Will anybody bail me out? Because somebody, you know, I'm getting ready to go to jail on this one. Because what I'm really trying to tell somebody here, look, if you're going to train up a child in the way that you go, then boys ought to be boys. Girls ought to be girls. If the reason that people are confused, one thing upset and confused is because we're looking at people and, and people are saying that it's okay to be any kind of way. Or you can change when you get ready. You get tired of being a girl, you get tired of being a boy. Then let me change up. No, 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 no. Boy, listen, I ran track. Boys don't need to be running track with girls and because they decided to change their gender and say, I'm
And so many times we become so confused, we running all over the place trying to look for We forget where we were at. And so, if they had come back to where they were last, they would have found Jesus. But they spent a full day looking for Jesus. So three days they were without him. Three days looking for him. Three days were lost because they did not go back to the place where he was last. Listen, listen. There's a little side note in that for you. When you get caught up in whatever you get caught up in, go back to where you found Jesus last. Listen, I don't care how, how messed up things got. I don't care how far you've fallen. I don't care what you've been through. But I'll be glad if you go back to the place where you found Jesus last. Go back to the place where you knew that he was Lord and Savior. Go back to the place where he was your way maker. Go back to the place where he was your wheel in the middle of the wheel. Go back to the place where he was your shelter. Go back to the place where you had Jesus with you Church 
that have been involved in church or just listen to church. They have a church kind of spirit. I, I found out that they learn to recognize your voice. I, I found out they learn how to pull up a song when they need a song. I, I found out that they know how to stay steady. I found out that, oh, I, I understand the mother's look now. Because when I was a child, I could look at you. And you knew what it meant. in the church. They develop a discipline. I hear about all the time in the school time. The kids are fidgeting and, 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 and out of sorts and out of order and can't sit still and can't pay attention. But in church, I got a few ushers that'll come over and check your child. I got a few folks that'll lean over to them. I got a few folks that still in pitch mode. You don't even know what all of a sudden when your child just stop moving. And, and, and the mother sitting on the other side and never even missed the Don't know how I got there, but it's 
things that began to understand about him and, 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 and construction and building and repairing and all of those things that DNA part of him passed on to each and every one of us and we, 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 we get, began to find ourselves working it and doing it, figuring it out, making it happen. And so here we find uh, uh, Mary and Joseph looking at these people are upset. They missed the boat on this note and, and, and understanding that, wait a minute, if you deposited your DNA in this child, you ought to know something about this child. You ought to know their likes and their wants and their desires. In fact, I opened up with verse 40, saying that the child grew and became strong in spirit and filled with wisdom and with grace. The grace of God was upon him. Wait a minute, if that's in your character, then you ought to look for him in a place that's filled with the spirit, place that's filled with wisdom, place where the grace of God can be upon him. There are certain places I don't have to go to look for my child because I know my child doesn't know that it's an odd thing for my child to be in a place that's not filled with the spirit, not filled with grace and the glory and the power of God. See, if we train up a child the way they should go, then they will not depart from it. He says to them, so, well, why did you seek me? Why did you seek me? He said, he said, did you not know or didn't you know I must be about my father's business? Did you not see the anointing on me? Did you not see the spirit of God being made manifest in me? Did you not hear me talking with the elders? Did you not hear me asking questions? Did you not hear me asking questions that would identify what was my desires or what were the things going on inside of me? So that would give you an indication of the direction that I'm going in. Because I talk like somebody that knows God. I walk like somebody that knows God. Father, you have a responsibility. I've got to be about my father's business. Mary was talking about his earthly father. But, but, but he said, wait a minute. I need to go on to a higher level. I need, I, I need to take that which Joseph gave me. I need to take the foundation that he built. And I need to take it a little bit higher to let you know that Joseph was not the last stop. And Thomas, we have a responsibility. I don't want to be God to my children. But I want them to know that there's a God in me. I want them to know that there's a God that I serve. I want them to know that there's a God that they can know for themselves. I want them to know by the example of what God has put in me to give to them that yes, you can be all you can be. That I would give out my father's business. My father's business is seeking the salvation of the lost. My father's business is helping somebody along the way. My father's business is turning things that seem impossible possible. My father's business is giving sight to the blind. My father's business is making a lane to walk. My father's business is get pulling somebody up and giving them a helping hand. My father's business is feeding the hungry. My father's business is raising up children that will fear God and learn to love God. 